Hey guys, good morning, great day with Coach Mike Husson, and today we're going to talk about a very, very important subject as we talked about on our morning call this morning. This is a remastering of what I did this morning because it quite didn't record, so if you're listening to this again, it might sound just a bit different, but the concept is the same, and it's not going to be that much different anyway. But at the end of the day, we're going to talk about the most important, I think, one of the most important areas of communication, and that is your ability to be versatile, your ability to be versatile. So the question is, who are you speaking to? Do you know who you're talking to? And the question I would have for you is, what is the definition of versatility? How well do you adapt quickly to different situations, different environments, and your ability to, uh, to communicate in a variety of different ways with the different styles out there? So the questions I would have for you are, why are some people able to build rapport quicker than others? Do you have a goal to get more people saying yes and getting more signatures more often? Is your goal top earner status? Is your goal to negotiate more win-win transactions? Is your goal to be the agent everyone hires? Well, I hope that your answer is yes in that. So in today's call, we're going to discuss why some people top salespeople do more business than most and we're going to answer why they have the ability to adapt to a wide variety of people quickly very very important so i want you to think about this particular scenario you make a perfect listing presentation you follow all the steps to the process of making a great presentation to the t you've qualified you asked every possible question there is you know that the you know that the seller is highly motivated in what they're doing um, you've delivered a great presentation package. You've called to confirm. Everybody is ready and waiting for you to come over. All parties are going to be in attendance. You show up on time. You're firing on all pistons, both emotionally and, 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 and mentally. You're really excited about making this happen. You go through the presentation itself flawlessly, unbelievable at this time, and then you and the seller agree on price. What a great world. Everything is perfect but you leave without a signature. They say to you, well, I want to think it over. But wait a minute, you feel pretty good about it and you secretly tell yourself, I've got this. It went great and they love me. And then they sign with somebody else. Very sad. Has it ever happened to you? We have to ask ourselves what went wrong. And it's something that we really must address and we have to think about. Now, we all know that success in sales is directly related to our ability to make the clients feel comfortable. And somewhere in our processes, our presentations, our communications, something happened and we felt short. And the question is, why? Why did we fall short in this whole process? So, here's a couple of thoughts that I want to share with you today. More than likely, the client didn't ever feel that you were the agent they wanted to do business with because you, you lacked versatility. And one of the most defining characteristics of top salespeople in what they do is their ability to make the clients feel comfortable and confident about their decision to want to do business. Let me repeat that. The most defining characteristics of top people is their ability to make clients feel comfortable and confident about their decision. So guys, versatility doesn't mean that you will be comfortable in every sales situation. You just simply won't. It means that the client is comfortable. Again, I'm going to repeat this. This is very important. 
Versatility doesn't mean that you will necessarily be comfortable in every sales situation. However, it does mean that the client is comfortable. Now, being versatile in sales means at times you purposely take on a degree of discomfort in yourself and in order to meet the client's needs that you put yourself into a very, very precarious situation. However, you're able to handle it, especially after these calls that we're going to be going through them. So keep in mind that one of every four clients that you share your personality style with and in those cases that you will feel comfortable. As an example, myself, I'm a big driver personality. And a lot of times I get, get along well with other drivers. We just, bottom line, get to the point really quickly about our discussions. So a lot of times it's easy to make, uh, to, to make friends or create relationships or develop a strong rapport with somebody who is like us. It, it just makes life much better. However, there's probably about a 20 to 30% chance that, uh, that you are like everybody else with the remainder of, let's say, 75% of the people that you are not or ever going to be like. So what we want to think about is we have to be uncomfortable 75% of the time. And that will if we're, not, if we're not comfortable in that situation, we're going to make the clients feel really uncomfortable, and that's not where we want to go. Now, I've studied a lot of different areas of personality styles, from the DISC to Larry Wilson on versatile selling, and I don't lean towards any one in particular because they, at the end of the day, all mean pretty much the same. And that goal is to understand. Now, you might define each one of the styles differently, each, each one of these uh, what we call personality tests or evaluations. However, the most important thing is to get a general and clear idea about each of the different styles. Now, I work from Larry Wilson. I have for many, many years. And his work on versatile selling, which, by the way, is a great book you should be getting. You can't get the Kindle version or an audio version of this book, at least not that as, as of late. I haven't really looked. However, you have the ability to uh, get this book, go to Amazon, get the hard copy of it. It's a very in-depth book about these uh, personality styles. It's very analytical from a lot of perspectives. But regardless of your style, read the book. It's a great read as it is. So... What we want to make sure that we understand is, first of all, what is our personality and how do we better get along with other people through this whole process? So what I want to think, I want you to think about in this whole window of versatility is a very important question that we have to ask ourselves. And what we want to think about is this, is the average agent never really comes close to fulfilling their production potential. And really good agents a lot of times, and many of the times lose, are losing between 20 to 30 or more transactions a year because they don't have the ability, they don't have the gumption to adapt themselves to the people that they're talking to. There's just no versatility there. So I want you to do the math. Take out a piece of paper right now and write down what your average commission check is. Got the paper out? Good. Now I want you to multiply times, let's say, 25. That's how much additional money that you can make over the 12, next 12 months just simply by increasing your versatility. Very, very important and a very profitable opportunity when you understand what it is and how you can take advantage of it. So here's what I want to make sure that we cover in the next series of calls that we're going to be doing here and these recordings. 
First of all, to develop more versatility and ultimately make more money, you've got to understand these four personality styles and identify what you are first. As you go through them, you're going to have the ability to at the end say, yep, that's me. And as you're going through them, you might say, yeah, that's me. But at the end of it, you might say, no, that's not me. And then you'll listen to the next one. And ultimately, you're going to figure that out. Let me make one other point here. It takes time to understand this. I wish in a, in a couple of quick recordings that you're going to get this stuff. Really, what's going to have to happen is that you have the, uh, the ability to go out there and, and really communicate with large numbers of people, make a lot of presentations, and simply work on understanding these personality styles, even with the list that I'm going to share with you on the different styles. Uh, styles in each every one of them from body language to their voice to how they walk to how their homes look all of these other factors how they even dress can make a big distinction so give yourself time with this but work on it it does take a little bit of time and it might take you uh, i'm not gonna even say how long it'll take you because i don't know you what i do know is that it does take work but at the end of the day if you want to make this work quickly is to write these points down. I'm going to share with you about each of the different styles, which I'm not going to get into today on every one of them. I will do a separate recording on the overall picture of this. But as you're going through this, writing down some notes, make sure that you look to your day in each one of these styles and who is, as an example today, we're going to talk about the expressive. So who did you come across? Who are you talking to? Who in your family or are you an expressive style? So we're going to make sure that we cover all of these four different styles. What motivates them? How do they make decisions? We're going to look how they dress so we can identify. This is really cool. When you can look at how people dress, what their home looks like, how it's decorated, even what they do for a living is going to help you to identify quickly the type of style they are. This is very, very fascinating stuff. And at the same time, I'm going to remind you, this is invaluable. I mean, I'm talking about to your bottom line, it's incredibly important. So we're going to talk about some of the different challenges that each one of these personality styles can bring to the table and how do you deal with each one of them and the best way to communicate with them in the whole overall concept of this process. So today I want to go over with you just the expressive. So here's the point. Make, make sure you get some paper out, taking some notes, and we're going to get into this. So at the very end of the, uh, uh, the work that we're going to do, you're going to be able to look at something, and I want you to write this down. Take a piece of paper and put four quadrants on there. Ideally, just take a paper and put a big T in the middle of it, and write at the very top left uh, the different styles. So I'm going to tell you to write down uh, driver. I'm going to ask you to write down at the top right of the quadrant analytical bottom left, expressive, bottom right, amiable style. And today I want you to go right to the expressive because that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. So make sure that you do that as you're taking notes. So let's talk about some of the characteristics of these folks and how to better deal with them. First, they talk fast. They make fast decisions. They're not talking slow and light and easy. They're pretty much talking a lot of really fast. Okay. Their personal motivation is they want to be recognized as the leader of the group, okay? More importantly, as the cheerleader of the group. 
okay? They don't want to be necessarily the leader, but they want to be the cheerleader, okay? So they, uh, again, as I said, they speak fast and they speak loud. They're full of energy. They're engaging. They're gregarious. They're accommodating. They're very helpful in a lot of situations. They use a lot of facial expressions, hand gestures. Their, their body language is really moving a lot, all right? They're spontaneous and persuasive with skills, they don't really overthink a lot of things. They just make decisions on the on the quick. Um, they like to be, and when they're engaged with groups or people, they want to be one of the gang. They want to be eager to participate. So I'll give you an example. If you're in the middle of a listening presentation and you say to the sellers, and you know one of them is an expressive, you say, can you get me a, a, a list of all the fantastic things that you've done to this house and write it down on a piece of paper so I can put that on my next flyer? And they're going to go, oh, yeah, sure, I'll make that happen. So they, won't, they are eager to participate and, and, and make that happen. Now, again, they're not going to remember that, so you've got to remind them about this because even though they're, they're eager to do something, they're often forgetful about doing what they've agreed to do because of their personality styles. Okay, so let's look at what their home might look like. It's a mess. They love quotes. You're going to see a lot of favorite sayings around them. They have plastered uh, these things everywhere. There are photos of themselves. There's a lot of clutter. But wait a minute. They know where everything is at. Anybody you know like that? Maybe intimately, their person, uh, their personal style is pretty fashionable. They're trendy. They their personal appearance uh, in their decor is pretty up to date. Okay, at the end of the day, now let's talk about what their colors when you walk into their homes or you see how they're dressed. They're more than likely loud. They're lively. They're really bright. Um, and, and at the end of the day, they have flowers in pots that are dead and they're not really committed to making sure that they're taking care of those particular plants. All right. But at the end of the day, guys, when you see them, you're going to notice a lot of different things that strikingly come out to you. Colors, quotes, the way they dress, their body language, their body movement. Now let's talk about what kind of occupations they can get into. Okay, what, what are these people involved in in their regular lives? Now, I'm not going to get into every single one of these, but I'm going to point out a couple of quick ones. They're advertising. They're very typically in con cosmetology. They're doing public relations work. They're sometimes interior designers. A lot of these folks are in sales or sales management, and they're even oftentimes event planners because they got this really wild mind and they can make a lot of decisions wrapped around planning events. So let's talk about what are some of their weaknesses that we can better understand so we can better serve them, all right? They're impatient, they're, they're egotistical, they have all the answers, all right? And to some degree, like a driver, but they're undisciplined about their responses. They are fast decision makers. Not a lot of thought goes into what they're going to decide to do. They got irrational behavior. They tend to generalize a lot of times. They want to be the center of attention. They're very, very high on emotions and they're normally late for events. All right. To wrap this up, let's talk about how do we better communicate with these folks. First of all, develop a relationship with them. If you share stories, experiences, give them, this, give them the point of the stories first, okay? My goal is to tell you about this and then talk about the story. Don't get to the story and then making trying to figure out if they're going to get the point of it. They won't because their brains don't work like that. Give them the point of the story and then tell them the story. 
totally reversed. It's frankly totally bizarre if you ask me. And then be willing to talk to them, but minimize the details. They're not detail-oriented. They just won't get it if you get too analytical and too specific with them. Again, generalization is the best approach with these guys when you're communicating with them, but give them a solid answer. And then be warm and approachable and responsive to them. They want to know that you're there. If you go out to shake their hand, don't just sit back and, and put out your wet fish and shake their hand. Shake their hand, grab their elbow, say, thanks for having me over. I'm excited about seeing your house, whatever the case is. But be approachable with them. They want that. They don't want you to be laid back, but they don't want you to be overbearing at the same time either. Okay? They like approval. And again, they like recognition. Great job. You did a phenomenal job here. Yes, I agree with you 100%. Now, of course, you have to agree with them in order to say that. You don't want to be deceptive here if you don't agree with them. But you can say, I agree with you. But on the, on the other side is, Here's my thoughts about that. So, but give them approval, give them recognition, show them how your ideas, your service will improve their image as it, as it relates to their environment, their friends, their family, their neighbors, and making that happen. So be prepared with these expressive. They're very, very important to understand. And then the last question is, who are you? What are, is your style? Are you an expressive? So I hope that you wrote down some of the thoughts here. Go back and listen to this recording again. I'll expand on all of these at a later time with some additional thoughts to make sure that you really understand the different styles and how to best use it and best serve you in all that you do. Remember, people like people who are like them. People like people who are like them. Go out there and make it a great day today. We'll see you on the next huddle. Talk to you soon. You got any questions? Mike at MikeHudson.com. Listen to these recordings and many more at Profit Real ProfitBuilders.com. That's www.realprofitbuilders.com. Thanks so much. Make it a great week.